Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey friend, welcome back to Pursuing Goals God's Way. I'm just loving that title because I think that's what we are meant to do. We're meant to do things God's way. And he wants us to use our passions and purpose that he's given us, the God-given passions and purpose that are stirring in our heart to do something to further the kingdom and to do it all for the glory of God. And that is what the title, Pursuing Our Goals, God's Way, is all about. So anyway, I want to talk a little bit about choosing a word for the year. And yes, I'm not choosing one this year. You might be calling me crazy because you're like, um, you're a podcast all about goals and you're not choosing a word. That seems a little bit odd, but I have chosen words in the past and I think it's a great thing to do if you want to. But I just kind of came to a conclusion that I want to create some plans. I want some goals, but I don't want to be somewhat boxed in by a word. And what I've found is that my words have really come true, which is very funny. But um, a few words I've chosen in the past, I've only done it for probably about four or five years. Uh, 2019 was new beginnings. And that year was definitely new beginnings for me because I started off with ankle surgery and then simplifying my roles in our house like decluttering and all that. And then it also was about finishing my first book. So there was so many different new beginnings there. So that word really rang true. In 2020, my word was vision. And the fact of the matter is, this went quite differently than I planned. And probably differently than what you planned to. Because after all, it was 2020. It was the weirdest year um, that... I've ever experienced, I guess, in my almost 40 years on the earth. But what it really turned out to be was God's vision and seeing what things I needed to change, um, things that he was telling me I needed to do or I needed to change. And I was really in a reflection or an interpersonal um, point of my life, you know. Um, 2021 was trust. And this year was definitely trust without borders, with way more transitions, trusting in God's plans for us because our understanding is limited, and he asks us to trust him. Uh, We were in the midst of my husband trying to find a job uh, because he had lost his in 2020, 
Then he did find a job. And then it was transitions to new schedules and, and activities and trying to make our routines and figuring out how to make everything work, right? So that was a huge year. 2022, this past year, my word was simply. And really a phrase I had in my mind was, how can I simply? And I wanted to use that for everything I did in work and in schedule and in just life in general. How can I blank simply? And honestly, I felt like things were anything but simple last year. (laughs) Probably because God was testing me in that and trying to get me to remember the phrase that I had, how can I simply? And there were their ups and there were their downs, but it was definitely not a simple year. Every year I feel like I'm trying to simplify even more. Like I really want to hone in on where I'm supposed to be, using my gifts and my purpose, but doing it in a simple way so that it doesn't sacrifice family time or it it doesn't get in the way of really what God's plan is for my life. So that is a good word, and I probably could just continue with that word this year. But this year, 2023, I have no words. Isn't that weird? So here are four reasons why I'm not choosing a word. Now, again, if you like to choose a word, feel free to do it. Please, please, please don't let me sway you from that. Um, but I just want to give a little perspective and maybe some thoughts on what you could do instead of picking a word. And I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do instead. So the first reason I'm not choosing a word for the year is because it's one word for the entire year. So I'm supposed to think about everything through the lens of this word and have it posted in front of me and, you know, pray through that word. And I, though I think all that's great, what happens when things change or when I need to pivot? Because usually they do. Usually things change. It doesn't go the way that we plan, right? And so um, what happens then? Do we keep that word or do we change the word or do we try and just put it all in a box um, to meet that word? And so that's the first reason why I decided not to choose one. The second reason is because it's a word without a plan. It's cute, but it's sometimes hard to back up. And so you having a word for the year is really great. But if you're going to do that, I would encourage you to actually create a plan for how you're going to implement that word into your life. Because it's just like a the saying, a dream is a wish without a plan backing it up. Really, a word is just an ideal thing. It's just a, wouldn't this be great without having a plan for how to implement that word in our life? Number three. If I were to choose a word or phrase for the years to come, it would be unknown. (laughs) If I, if I did choose a word, that's probably the word I would have chosen, but I'm not going to choose it because I'm just not, I am in rebellion right now and I'm not going to do it. But as the proverb says, Proverbs 16, nine, the heart of man plans his way. The Lord establishes his steps. What we have learned in the last few years is that things really are unknown. We can't predict the future. We can't predict what tomorrow's going to be like. And so knowing that and being okay with that, knowing that God's ways are 
better than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Are you okay with the unknown? Are you okay if that word doesn't work out quite the way you wanted? I don't know if that's really a reason why I'm not choosing one, but I guess it's just because I don't really, I can't really predict the future. So I decided why choose one. Number four, the last reason I'm not choosing one, and I might get some flack for this, but I'm always tested in the one I choose, right? It's kind of like praying for patience. You never pray for patience because you know you're going to be tested. Well, it's probably a good thing, you know, getting tested, but my year is many times the opposite of the word I choose. So I just decided I didn't want that this year. I just wanted to go with the flow, kind of try and bask in God's plans and try and walk in step with him, hopefully doing most things right, probably doing a lot of things wrong, (laughs) making a lot of mistakes in the in-between. But I have been tested. I was tested with new beginnings. I was tested with vision, with trying to know what the outcome would be. I was tested with trust. I was tested with simple. And I just don't want to be tested in that way this year. I know there will be plenty of tests to work through already. Why am I going to set myself up for one that I know is going to come if I choose a word? Okay, Um, that's me. If you want it, you know what I'm talking about. If you've chosen a word before, you know that you've been tested in that word throughout the year. Um, So those are really my four reasons. It's a word for an entire year. It's a word without a plan. Really, everything is unknown. And I just don't want to be tested. (laughs) So what am I doing instead? Here are some of the things I'm doing, and maybe you can incorporate this into your plans for the year. But I'm bracing myself for all God asks me to do. I mean, I've already just changed my podcast name for the trillionth time, I feel like. And just keep walking in step with that and pivoting as he tells me to. So I'm bracing myself for the next thing he asks me to do. And I want to try and be obedient to that. I'm watching where he directs my steps. I want to be in step with him. I'm being flexible, knowing my plans will change. My plan A will probably be plan F or plan Z. Like I already know that. So I want to try and be flexible. I'm finding the joy in the simple things, trying not to take life too seriously. I take life way too seriously, but that's something I want to work on this year. I want to work on, one, creating a few more boundaries, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, but with that, really trying not to take life too seriously, maybe laughing a little bit more, maybe having a little bit more fun with my family, you know, and just finding joy where I am, finding that contentment, not being... um stagnant, right? But being content. I am going to learn to let go of control. I did a Bible study this past year um, about letting go of control. And it was really, really good. But I have a long way to go because I have been a former, probably still, control freak. And I want my hand in everything. And I want my say in everything. And I want things done my way. And I want to learn to let go of that. So little by little, I'm going to peel those layers off and live life not out of control, but knowing God is in control. And then the last thing I'm doing instead is I'm going to set some boundaries and I'm going to stick to them. 
I think my new favorite word maybe will be no. It's really hard to say. Yes is a lot easier. Um, but in the season of life, I feel like I need to start saying no more. I need to set some boundaries because my kids are not getting any younger. Neither are yours. Um, but my oldest, I only have two and a half years left with him. And then he's flying the coop, right? And I really hope that we haven't instilled enough um, morals and values and um, learning and critical thinking and all the things that I want him to know. I'm hoping that we have enough time to do that. And so I really feel like I need to start focusing in on that and um, really spending time and being intentional with my kids. So I'm going to set some boundaries and stick to them. And that includes work boundaries. It includes um, boundaries in my own business and just boundaries in general because we can fill our schedules so full. Um, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So that's what I'm doing instead of picking a word. I'm going to create a plan. Yes, I'm going to have some goals and I'm going to create a little plan to go along with it, knowing that I need to be flexible and bracing myself for where God directs me. So as far as picking a word for the year, you can count me out. You do you in this, okay? If picking a word motivates you, then by all means, go for it. I'd rather choose a few goals and create a plan around them with flexibility in mind, of course, if God directs me differently. So there you have it. A couple things for you. If you are interested in, if you have goals in mind and you're interested in taking them from the start to the finish and you haven't read Mind Over Marathon, Overcoming Mental Barriers in the Race of Life, I highly encourage you to because it's all about taking goals from start to finish. And you can find it at redhotmindset.com forward slash Mind Over Marathon. It is a really simple read, but it will give you practical steps to create a plan for yourself whether it's a plan for the word you created or a plan for the goal that you want to accomplish this year. Uh, also, Victory Run is out. Um, the Audible book is out now, which is super exciting. And you can find that at redhotmindset.com forward slash victory run. You can also find it on Amazon. But it's all about turning trials into triumphs. So the bumps in the road, the trials that'll come, because they will, how to get through them and how to get through them and become stronger, letting God mold and shape you in the process. So both of those books would be really great books for you as you work on your goals this year. And I'm really excited to hear all that God has in store for you this year. So maybe come hang out with us in Simplicity and Motherhood on Facebook. It's a free community. Come tell me if you are choosing a word or why you're not choosing a word this year. I would love to hear it. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the